Thunder Media. This week, while most of the eyes were at Bathurst, Team 18 secured a brand new team manager. Bruin Beasley joining the team after his multiple roles in supercars, Winton Motor Raceway, and his own business, MTech Motorsport, which runs in the Toyota Racing Series. He also is the owner of the championship winning Minda Motorsports team. He is going to be joining the team at an interesting time as they head to Winton this weekend to go racing and it is coming back from a tough outing at the last round in Perth. It's going to be a hard weekend for me trying to understand the track performance and who does what and how it all works and the morale and the in the, in the team situation. But I think, you know, you just got to go through that, don't you? For the new team manager, he rejoins the sport at an interesting time as photos have been leaked this week of a Ford supercar running at Watkins Glen. I was always under belief there was a car over there anyway, so I found it hard to believe that some of those bigger teams with the bigger budgets and those alliances weren't doing stuff. So if I could, I'd do the same thing. I'd have a car in the wind tunnel right now. Bruin Beasley is our guest today on Inside Supercars. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we're joined by a man who's just returned to the Supercars paddock, but someone who first frequented uh, Australian Touring Car Championship, and then V8 Supercars, and then Supercars itself. Ron Beasley, welcome back, not only to uh, the paddock, but also to Inside Supercars. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. It's good to be back. You've joined Team 18. You're a, a very experienced motorsport man because uh, you've lived it your entire life with a father who built Formula Fords back in the 70s, long before you were born. But um, you had experience with winning a Bathurst and running a, an Erebus and other teams around. Um, it, this was uh, unexpected because you were in Europe at the time the job came up, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, come late last year, I had a, a couple of people talk to me about some roles, and it was a tra- bit of a transition going on with my previous role and houses and locations and things, and the other opportunities just weren't quite a good fit. But I suppose it sparked the um, the thought process and the passion again. And then I got a call from Charlie after recommendation from someone which led to a discussion which led to um, where we are right now was it a, was a good fit you know I think Charlie's got some aspirations there that are like-minded he's got some passions that are like-minded and I think he, he genuinely wants to you know do a better job and wants to get results and I believe rightly or wrongly that I can help him with that. Now, obviously, they came off a, a very uh, disastrous uh, Perth where the car was badly damaged. 
that's been repaired. It missed the test day, but uh, you've uh, obviously walked in before uh, heading back to a track you know very well in Winton. Not only is it a test, test track, but a past employee, employer rather. So are you feel that you're in good shape for this weekend? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the car's come up really nicely. The guys have done a great job and, you, you know, there's some really good guys in that in that team. So I'm pretty confident it'll be back together and the wheels will be pointing in the right direction. And, you know, the drivers are, you know, they've come off a bad round and their head's a bit low. But we've had some good discussions and we've got some put some things in place to lift that and give them some driver confidence. So I think going in where, you know, after a, a change and some turmoil and some crashes, I think we're in a pretty good spot. I think the, the guys are in a good headspace. The engineers, you know, they will and truly know what they're doing and our relationship with Triple H is very positive. So, you know, I'm pretty confident that we'll end up, you know, in a good space. There's no promises that we're going to set the world on fire and reinvent the wheel, but we know that that was never the plan. We always knew that, you know, there's going to be some baby steps, but let's try and get some basic stuff right and, and, and do them properly. How do you assess a team? When you're on the outside, you'd see how these teams are performing. You've been on the inside for many, many years in a lot of different guises. But how do you go and and assess whether your skill set's going to fit into that box? Um, I mean, I suppose that's an unusual question, isn't it? But I think, I think generally, the basics in any motorsport form and, and even businesses as such are very similar. You know, you've got to get some basics right and you've got to get some structure in place and you've got to get some procedures in place. That doesn't change. And I suppose it's a process of seeing what you've got, who you've got, what their skill sets are, are they in the right position for their skill set? You know, the personality's right. Are they all, are we all pushing in the right direction? So, you know, I suppose when you've run your own business and own team for quite a while and, you know, you get chucked, chucked into different scenarios, you, I, I suppose you try and get a better understanding of all that. And I think, you know, my first three or four days there have been pretty much just standing back, watching, chatting, talking to people, trying to understand who we've got, what we've got, what the skill sets are. And, you know, we've got some really good guys there. You know, maybe, maybe in the long term, someone might need to be in a slightly different role, but fundamentally the basics are all there. Jarley's put a good group of people together and the building blocks are there. You know, maybe we just need to shuffle around a little bit and um, get a foundation in place for them. I guess from my position, it's been fascinating to see that four-year cycle. Every four years, Charlie's team seems to have significant structural changes in it. Yeah, look, I think, um, and it's not just Charlie, I think it's quite common through the industry. You know, it's hard. People get burnt out. People work hard. Um, And when you look at soccer teams and, coaches and managers, you know, in Europe, one year they're winning and they're the best in the world. The next week, the next year they're struggling and, you know, it takes its toll. So I suppose, you know, there's some people who have come and gone for different reasons. I don't think there's any one particular reason. And when you're struggling and when, when the, the category is so competitive and hard, you know, you can be 20th and you, it's so close that, you know, you can – take its toll you, you know some people give up some people want to do other things and some people you know 
probably get blamed for things. And I, I fundamentally think that it's it's not just Charlie's team. You know, in pit lane, there's a lot of that. Uh, and other teams have really good structure and, you know, teams and people that stay together for a long time. So hopefully that we can put that relationship in place and get those group of people that want to be there in 10 years' time and we're successful. You know, and that's part of my, I suppose, my job description is to try and, you know, in 10 years' time still be there and still do a good job and everyone's happy and we're winning races and Charlie's happy. We've just actually finished a series of interviews looking at one of the major crises or crises in supercars, and that is the number of techs that are needed up and down pit row. How's your team going for, you know, chief mechanics down to the number twos? Yeah, look, it's a challenge everywhere. <clears throat> Staff is is a challenge in every business at the moment. Um, and the COVID thing's definitely changed the world. Um, we're lucky we've got a good core group of guys. Um, our engineering group is very strong uh, with Krusty leading that. So I think, you know, that, that's very strong. Our mechanics on the ground are, are very good. We've got, we've got staff. We're not short staff, some of which are fairly green but need to be trained. But that's part of the process. You know, we, when I first worked on a car, I was pretty green too. So we just need to support these guys and give them the tools they needed because, you know, they're hard to get. And we're lucky we've got some good guys. Well, they're all good guys. We just need to nurture them, support them and make sure they want to be there. One of the things that will help you this weekend is the fact that it is essentially for supercars, only a two-day meeting. So you've got that Friday just to get that little bit more acquainted with your bloke. Yeah, look, I mean, the downside for us is we'd, we'd like another day's running on that car to make sure she's 100%. But I've got no doubt the guys are putting it together right. You know, you always want more time, don't you? Yeah, I think, look, it, it's going to be a hard weekend for me trying to understand the track performance and who does what and how it all works and the morale and the and the, and the team situation. But I think, you know, you just got to go through that, don't you? It's... Um, Lucky for us, it's almost a semi-home round, so there's not the added complications of travel and flights and all the things that go with them. So, you know, it does make it easier, but it's still going to be a challenge. And I think the guys involved so far that, you know, we're getting along and I don't think there's any real animosity there. I think, you know, we're honest and I've always been honest and I live in a pretty black and white world. And if, you know... If I've got an opinion, I'll say it and vice versa. So I want them to say the same thing and then we'll, we'll have a talk and we'll come up with a result that works for everybody. Well, of course, one of those guys is somebody very experienced in this uh, paddock. While you wouldn't have worked for Richard Holway or Krusty as he's known, um, you certainly would have known, known of him very well. Yeah, I mean, I worked with him a little bit when I was at JFR and he was at HRT, so there we had a, there was a bit of an alignment there. So it was a didn't work with him as such, but there was a, a, a very loose relationship, I suppose. And then I worked with him at GRM on their TCR program, so we've got a, a relationship there. So we know each other. We haven't worked with each other a lot, but we've done definitely done stuff together and. Um, some of the other engineering group are there, XGRM, so I've got a relationship with them. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty good. You've been in teams, you've been at tracks, you've been at supercars. Does the industry significantly change from each of those perspectives? 
really the basics. I mean, there's always technical differences and they're, they're, they're all very different, but the basics are the same, you know, the fundamental basics that you're dealing with people and personalities and trying to get the best skill sets put in the right place. So the fundamentals are, are no different. It's no different to running a, a football team, you know, a coach's job is to make sure that he's got the right players playing the right part of the game. So, you know, that doesn't change. The, there's obviously differences in the, the technical side and the cars and the, the tyres and the tracks and all those bits and pieces, but the basics are very similar, very similar. And having gone through in your own team in the Toyota Racing Series, the changes of marks and cars, are you well-placed with your experience on going to Gen 3 and understanding that transition? Uh, look, you know, that's definitely going to be a challenge for for some teams more so than others. Um, but I'm pretty confident we've got some really good guys that went through the transformation from the last generation to the new generation. So having that experience is going to be vital. Um, and there's some other people in, on the sides that, you know, our relationships will be strong enough to, you know, if, if there's a crisis, we've got someone to call on. So I think, it, I think it'll be okay. I don't think... There's not going to be any surprises. Everyone's going with their eyes wide open, knowing that it's, there's going to be some challenges um, and everyone's going to have to deal with it, aren't they? I suppose there's probably one or two teams who are in a better situation currently, but you know that was the same with this generation car, I suppose. And have you had a bit of ch- a chuckle about the, the leaked pictures of the IndyCar testing at Watkins Glen? Yeah, I thought that was interesting, but I I was always under belief there was a car over there anyway. So um, I found it hard to believe that some of those bigger teams with the bigger budgets and those alliances weren't doing stuff. So um, you know, I think I'd do the same. I'd, I'd, if I could, I'd do the same thing. I'd have a car in the wind tunnel right now. <laughs> I know Paul Morris had said he had had a car in the states for years and years and years to run on shaker rigs and. And do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I, I even think there was another team at the time did the same thing. They flew a car to America. So, you know, at the end of the day, we're in a game where it's competitive. And if there's a way to be more competitive, everyone's going to look at it. Is the sport in as healthy a position as it was in 2017 when you were, you know, flying high as part of the Erebus crew? Look, I think so. I mean... It's obviously had its challenges with the COVID scenario and the two-day meeting thing, and there's, you know, it's changed a little bit. I think, you know, the cars are on the grid, the people are there, the crowds, you interesting to see the crowds like a winter this weekend, you know, they've been starved of motorsport for a couple of years up there, so I think, you know, I think you'll see it'll be a big event. Um, I think so. You know, I think, you know, everyone's talking about Gen 3 and buying cars and setting up for and gearing up for it. I don't think there's too many people who are ready to hand their wrecks in and run away and hide. I think it's pretty healthy. And finally, I know, having spoken to Trevor Crisp up there at the Wodonga TAFE, are you able to do a couple of laps around there if you can't get permission to do a shakedown at Winton on Friday? Um, yeah, look, we, we, we probably won't be in a situation to do that. I mean, we probably could if that was a longer term plan, but I think the reality is the workload on the car will mean it'll be finished tomorrow and 
ready to go, but we won't be in a situation to run it. And I think it'll be okay. It's just like everything, you'd like, you'd like a bit of extra, extra time, but I think it'll be fine. Um, I'm not concerned about the work the guys have done. I'm just greedy. I just like more time like everyone else. Well, Brian, um, I know that uh, Craig and myself will be at the track and we look forward to catching up and hearing your first hours of experience or days. Um, we wish you all the very best and to Team 18. And yes, Charlie has had a pretty tough sort of a year as his uh, drivers have had. We look forward to catching up and uh, maybe replicating some of that Grand Prix pace that they had. So thanks, Brian, for joining us on Inside Supercars. No, it's a pleasure. And I think, you know, the pace is there. The drivers are doing a good job. So... Hopefully on the weekend, uh, we'll be talking in a positive light. Wonderful, mate. Thank you. Ron Beasley. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.